Well, hello there, and welcome to this Calvary Longview audio message. We're so glad you've chosen to take a moment to discover with us the truth that can be found in the Bible, and we pray that you'll be blessed by what you hear. Today, Pastor Al is going to be sharing with us a message from the book of Revelation. We can't wait to get into God's Word, so crack open your Bible, grab your note-taking tools, and we'll get started. Infected or affected by what's happening out there in the world. 
And it's very easy to tell you that there are hard hit colleges. And we, if you read some colleges, maybe some more, maybe you're not very afraid of the spirit. We're rocking out of the flesh, and we're still wearing socks in the flesh, and we're staring out of the flesh. So we have to be careful in this. So becoming a dead church would be very easy. They're always quite happy to go on. Jesus writes to it and looking for a flood. He says, the church of Sardis. I want you to write to the church of Sardis. And Sardis is one of those important about Sardis. He's writing to the angel, the angel of the church, the pastor, the angel of Sardis. Making sure that there's two things. One, that they would read the word themselves because there's a letter that Jesus would have brought with me. It would be something that the pastors, the leaders of the Baptist Church, would be, uh, would be important as a resource for us because we need to partake of what they said. But also, the reading of the letter would be the congregation. So, just like we're sitting here, now we have to watch in our life. But, uh, you know, we have all these things to where we need to build the letters read to the congregation. So, with the famous church of the Father, just like any of the other churches, just like any of the churches, it was read to the church. So, there was no mistake by Jesus that as he comes by the right church, that it would be ready to lift the ears of the congregants so they would receive what God would offer them. And so, the pastor himself and the rest of the church will as the church. So, just a little bit about this church. Uh, or the city itself, because I think it's important to set up the, you know, looking at the culture around it. On the commercial city, we have a map of the city, so where all the churches were, Thyatira, and there's Sardis, so you know, you're coming down. And, you know, it's about 35, 30 miles southeast of Thyatira. And, you know, they were one of the most powerful cities of their time. As a matter of fact, uh, in the Bible, they were what I know as the ancient kingdom of Lydia. And it's 6 BC, what's interesting about this 6th century BC, Sardis was ruled by this kingdom uh, by the name of Christus. And not only was Christus uh, the last prince of Sardis, but he was one of the wealthiest men ever known. As a matter of fact, he was like the mightiest one. Everything that he touched was turned to gold, you know. And so this combination of the East body, the least moving, you know, the moral environment that they had, meaning the people of Sardis, they were, they were painfully carnal. I mean, this is the way they were. They were loving so much pleasure. As a matter of fact, even the biggest believers there were, you know, all of the, the sin that was going on. You know, they would just look at it, they gave themselves to say, these believers, so the sin was immoral. Yeah, those things were being quite creeping into the church. There was no discipline, there was no dedication. Listen, if you don't have discipline, there's not going to be any doubters, you don't have doubters, and anything goes. Like Jesus said, walk on a straight and narrow path. He's doing lots of Jesus, right? But this immorality that has got this way into the city, the city, the city, was creeping into the church. Matter of fact, a lack of discipline and dedication was to the doom of Sardis. The Greek historian Herodotus tells us that uh, the fall of Sardis to the days of Cyrus, he says, tells a story about, you know, there was a king that came up and came 
Where's my marching What do I got? You know, you only took care of me. We all have a relationship with the Lord. We don't understand opportunity to come to Him today. But all who have been sealed with the Holy Spirit also have the opportunity to be baptized by the Spirit. And to be baptized in the Spirit to be a witness for you. And so, you know, Jesus says He identifies Himself as the Spirit of God. And he can't identify himself in the place in every church, in every church, in every church. But if you see, there are programs that are going to bring life. There are programs that have the power to change it. But if it's the Spirit of God, that's good. So often we want to change our lives when we get off drugs and start backwards, you know, or we watch the movie and watch the nature and stuff like that, whatever. And we try to clean that up. It's like, oh, no, I can't get it. God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, can do it. He's the one that can make a drug addict free. He's the one that can make a sinner free. Remember, he didn't make good people, bad people better. He made dead people come to life. And that's what he wants to do. By that only comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. He doesn't stop. The church of Sardis has exchanged the Spirit of God. He says, hey, I'm writing to you, says he who has the seven spirits of God. He who I have felt you were submitting to the other one. And not only do we leaders need to ask ourselves, okay, where is the Holy Spirit in my life and my ministry, but if we as individuals have to do the same thing, who's in, who's in control of your life? Who's in control of your life? Who's in control of your life? Who's calling your shots? Who, who says, you know, this is what I want to do, that's what I want to do? Because it's not a higher thing in church, you have to check in the church and say, hey, Pastor, you think I should buy this car? You know my answer? Not before you think it's faster for life. Just do it. Just do it. But no, you know, you guys have a relationship with Jesus, right? You know it. 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 He's sitting there as believers who are walking the Lord, maybe some for the years now, maybe some are new, maybe even some were inviting the church, but they're not believers, but they're figuring this out. Wow, it is really good. This is what it to be. You know, you're going to be on call on this all day, every day. So he says to this, I know your work, if you look at verse 1, I know your work that you have in vain when you're alive, but you're dead. The cities, the culture around them, everyone who may have seen one of their Christmas things or their whatever, you know, they, 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 they had this, they were known of being alive to the community, to the people, to themselves. But Jesus, the observation of this is your death. That's really good. you look at this, the only word of approval is in reality a word of rebuke, a fact. We see how Jesus has written providence to the churches, outside things to say. But he declares to these people, you have a reputation of being alive. And they apparently were regarded by their contemporaries as being alive. Their praise and approval was only from men and not from God. They carry it, you they have their hands raised to the Lord, you know, come in on Sunday morning, or maybe a, a Wednesday night, and come in, and they're like, hey, I like this, I'm going to stay in here. But 
say religion. And we have to be careful not to do things just because it's the way we've always done it. It's in the left. As a church, it's the same way. And I remember several years ago, you know, we changed a lot of things the way we did them. We didn't do our outreach anymore. I said, let's just do this thing. Try to take care of the Lord. I don't want to do things just to do it. But it's not programs that get trying to make up for you and just, you know, the religious deal that goes around. What about the condition of our hearts? Because we're no longer hearing the word of God the way it's going to start having the impact in our lives the way that it should have the impact in our lives. That should be just a subject, right? I'm speaking this and preaching this to me as well. So there's not the programs that are out there that get into the religious world. What about the condition of our hearts? See, Jesus was teaching about the different soils that he said, you know, the, the family of the soils and the spread of the seeds. The different soils were consistent with the condition of the hearts of the people who were in the crowd. The first one was the hard soil. You know, it wasn't that they didn't have a hard time understanding what God was saying. They, they heard it clearly. And they clearly understood what was being said, but they deliberately rejected it for their lives. We got to be careful that we're not doing that. Right now, we can see why we're walking with Christ and walking in all the time with just rejecting what he has to say, but our hearts are hardened. Listen, our hearts can be easily hardened because of things that are going on in the world. The problem is we're conditioning it with the world instead of the word of God. We're being frustrated because fast, or we're being frustrated because, and all that, you know, you think of the last 14 conversations you had, and how many of them have been about Jesus, and how many have been about political things? You have to be careful in the hardness of our hearts, but then you have the shallow hearts that Jesus talks about, and then there's shallow people, but they receive the word that we're calling for in Jesus. Spiritually, this refers to those who have a shallow walk with the Lord. Things come up, things that the Lord wants them to be something or ask them to be something, and you know, I want to pray for them. They then start to learn that God, the Holy Spirit, always travels and allows the travel so much in their lives. That is the Lord just part of our heart. It's the Lord that can be the Lord of all. Right? It's the Lord that can be Lord and so the shallow heart there, you know, and it goes so fast, and then all of a sudden, trials come, and big things do, and you see that And then it's in the crowd of heart, because the crowd of heart was the one that was supposed to teach that person who hears the word, they begin to grow, and then they're choked out by the cares of the world. So we have that, we have to be careful that we're, you know, we're not being choked off by the cares of the world. So they did let us in the cells, and you know, they did all sorts of things their calories, they're not committed, and they're not being more committed to it. But yet, Jesus also said that the good soil yielded, and it is the good soil did what it was supposed to be, right? And it had seed in it, the good soil was there, and the good soil was yielded for its fruit. And the good ground refers to those who come ready to hear and to receive the word of God with gladness, knowing that it's going to change their lives from their own ways. It's going to help them from the last week that they had that they were beat up and battered and yesterday when they took the lost or whatever it might be. They know that it's still the word of God. They don't come to church because they get to, they know that it's not because they have to, because they get to. And then up there, the outcome is that they bring forth fruit, some 30, some 50, some 100 fold. So there's a 
the watchmen were blowing and they led to their destruction. The same thing today is that I was watching the airport. We go off on a tangent about everything that's going on politically in the world today. And again, I'll tell you, I'll continue to say this because it's out in the church as well. Because if the Bible says that, this is the Bible, I mean, two words of faith. I don't know what this is. I'm not kidding you, I'm not. If the enemy has got to play like a fool, you have a body of work that's fast, or let me go to the store. I don't know what I think that's the word of faith, but it's not. Let's talk about the word I started with this way. I say that five is the same thing. It tells us about vineyards that the Lord has made every new team in there. They're all rocked out, built the wall, built the tower, got everything ready. But what happened? This is Rob Ford's wild thing. Who's the Lord going to see for the church of God? What's happening there? They're not living for truth. It's not the Holy Spirit that's broken down. It's these things that are sold that are caught up in the real thing, so they're sitting out of the real thing. I think everybody in the world is not going to see that. Because a lot of people in the church are okay, or they're going to be settled down up there. They might settle down up there. I, I, I'm not ready for I'm keeping it with Jesus. I'm at peace. Oh, I don't know out there, but my home is out this world. I'm out of here. And so you see that thing, you say, be wonderful. The Lord said, Isaiah, the Son of the Lord said, He called to them and not to them. In the world, the church is the church. He gave them everything that they needed to be fruitful. He told you that. Isaiah said, Every church has a church. He gave us everything we need. We are His word. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. And we have opposition to that, but He's given us His word. The power of the Holy Spirit. We got leaders in this but we still have His Word. And we have the power of the Holy Spirit. We have a media in this but we still have His Word. And we still have the Holy Spirit. Because strengthen the things which remain. Strengthen what you have. That's still why I've been talking to people. You know what? You, I see you as dead. But I'm still listening. I'm still listening. You're here. You're not. You're not. Uh, I see you as dead, and if you keep on correcting it, you're dead. So while it's so alive before it remains what it needs to do, you need to get plugged back in. So we need to be careful that we're not so, you know, we're not more impressed with programs or, or, or the, the way the world is going than we are with Jesus Christ, how to operate in the midst of the things that are going on in the world. All they find in was good. And as the things in the church were happening, Jesus got a different opinion. Look at verse 3 says, This thing is going to lead to God. See, people didn't realize how close they were to spiritual decisions. Just because they went to a church, it didn't mean that they had a lot of help. Just coming to church, I'm cool. I'm plugging in, my attendance is there. 
truly get a grasp of what it means to be alive. It's experiencing the grace and the reality of the soul of God in the other. But listen, there's a remedy here. And the remedy is by telling you to hold back if this is gone. Hold back to repent, he says. Turn from that which is wrong and go back to the Lord with all your heart. That's the remedy. It's a great help you want to repent. Remember the word you read and receive and obey it. He says, listen, the formula for revival is repentance. Anyone want to see revival? But it takes a step. So let's look. David said in Psalm 51 that he acknowledged his way when I was going for it. So first step is acknowledge. And this is number two, like you said, it's coming from the hand. See, the great truth that uh, was brought out by the reformers is in what? No longer are we. Thank you. 
We hope you've enjoyed spending this time in God's Word, and our prayer is that you'll take it with you and apply it to your life. If you'd like to learn more about Calvary Longview, 
visit our website at cclongview.com. While you're there, you can find more teachings, request prayer, or even find out how you can get involved with what God is doing in our city. We hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you back here next time. And remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.